0: Welcome to our first girly podcast. I'm here today with Miss Sophie James.
1: Hey, hey, hey.
0: And I am Nicole Evans. So, we've decided that we are going to do a podcast that is totally aimed at you guys. It's got a little bit of humour, a little bit of fun, and a little bit of grooming at the same time. So, we thought, why not pop it all together in a podcast? And here we are. So, Today, we are going to be talking to you about your embarrassing stories. But first things first, we need a name for our podcast.
1: We are desperate to find a name, and I've come up with some really cringy ones that Nick has looked at me and gone, no sophie we're not going there so we need you to come up with the best name possible so what we want to do is we are going to have a whatsapp group and we want all your requests for names or anything you want us to do to go straight to that whatsapp group so nick is going to tell you the number now and type it in your phone and give us a name
0: so that number is or seven five two zero six seven zero seven nine seven And that's our WhatsApp number, so make sure that you send us a message, some pictures and voice notes. And you never know, your voice note might appear on the show. Let us have a good giggle at them pictures as well, so do not forget to send them in. That number again is 07520 670797. So, first things first. Sophie James, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well... My name's Sophie James and I'm from Croydon. I feel like I'm a bit on like the um, blind date, you know. There's lots of people probably listening and have no idea who we are. So, a few facts about me. I have been grooming 11 years. I am now a retired or semi-retired groomer because I'm focusing on my other businesses, one of which is the Whippet and also top-to-tail Clothing. I am a... Hmm this is when you've got to really like introduce yourself and make people interested in you and all I've got to say is I'm a groomer, I'm tired, I'm knackered and yeah I'm a mum. you're a mum. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that is that's your
0: identity. Saying.
1: That is yeah. your identity now. It's not great is it? Yeah no. I'm a mum, i got a little two-year-old. Um, yes yeah, so that's a bit about me I suppose.
0: Okay, so on to me. Mine isn't much different. <laughs> I've been grooming for nine years. I own three businesses, partly. So I have my grooming business, Alpha Dog Grooming, and I'm partnered up with my partner, Ryan, that does alpha blade sharpening. And I am one of the three wonderful directors for the Whippet Media. So yeah, that's me. I'm also a
1: mom. <laughs> I Mine's a little bit thing- older. I think one thing we need to make clear, though, is for some of you guys that do know us, so the Whippet directors are myself, Sophie James, Nicole Evans, and Ryan Lee. Now, Nicole isn't married to Ryan Lee. She is married to Ryan McPherson. Or not even married yet, but unfortunately, their uh, their, their wedding got cancelled due to COVID. I'm a COVID COVID bride. (laughs) I love it when you say that. I'm a COVID
0: bride. I'm a COVID bride i'm just i'm not even sassy. say i'm not even sad about it i've just got more time to save up and he's got longer to convince me to actually go through with it <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah so just in case anyone thinks oh when we're at shows or they see us out no they're not married it's not ryan and ryan lee and nicole evans It's a much better version of a ryan don't tell ryan i said that bad. <laughs> but speaking of embarrassing stories shall we crack on i think we should should i start or should you start
0: uh, I'll go. Um, just to make it everybody clear, um, all of these embarrassing stories have come straight from the groomer. That is our um Facebook chat page where everyone can go on. It's all grooming related. We all have a little bit of a giggle on there. So if you're not already on the groomer, make sure that you get signed up on there. Well, you don't even have to sign up, you just have to, have to ask to join. We're not fussy about our members, just as, you know, make sure you have a good sense of humour or else you'll hate it. <laughs> So speaking of which, the first embarrassing story is from a young lady um, who, when she was 15, I don't want to mention any names because I feel like, I mean, if you go on the groomer, you'll know who it is. But when she was 15, I'll read it out to you. I got stuck in a plane toilet on the way to Tokyo. The door jammed and the suction locked from both sides. I was on a school trip and was stuck in there for four hours. It felt like four days and upon landing, everyone from emergency services, plane staff, marshals, etc. were there. It took the fire crew 15 minutes just to get the door off. To make the situation even more annoying, just before I went to the toilet, I asked my friend for her jumper as mine was in my suitcase. And it was so tight on me. When I was locked inside the toilet, I was hot and flustered, tried to get the jumper off, only for it to get stuck over one arm and my head. So I was literally trying to pry this damn jumper off while they were getting the door off. Everyone assumed that I was a bomber. And when the door opened, the fireman pissed himself laughing because I was sat on the floor crying, trying to get the jumper off. And my friend had a big whinge of how I destroyed her jumper for the rest of the school trip. I was known as the hijacker.
1: Oh my days. That sounds like my worst nightmare. Like, I'm claustrophobic and I don't like plain toilets at the best of times. So imagine getting stuck in there for four hours. So, so horrible.
0: To be fair, it could have been worse. Imagine if she went for a poo and the toilet didn't flush. And then when she came in, she had the jumper stuck over her head and a massive log in the toilet as well. (laughs)
1: Not great. Not great at all. I, I got stuck in a plane toilet when I was um only like four years old, I think I was. Um, my dad took me to the toilet and he was supposed to wait outside, but because he was seated right near, he went back and thought he'd watch his film and he forgot I was stuck in there. <laughs> and it was only the air hostess who managed to go and get him afterwards because I was banging on the door. And I think that's probably why I'm claustrophobic. So I really feel for that lady, whoever it was. <laughs> I've got a story um again from the groomer. Um so this one is very funny. So it's grooming related. So she was doing a dog's nails in front of her salon and the dog got his foot stuck in his po- in her pocket. She, therefore the, that pulled down her trousers and her pants and her pants down to her ankles and the family in front of the glass watching the whole thing play out. Like how embarrassing like can you just even imagine like to be fair I used to do nails in front of the reception and there was definitely a few times that a builder's bum was way too much on show in front of the client but to actually lose your trousers and your knickers one step's too far <laughs> oh god
0: I, I just hope that she'd done some landscaping because there's n- there wouldn't, like, I always think, like, if there's an embarrassing, mo- if any time you have an embarrassing moment, it can always be made worse by something. So yeah. that could have been wor- made worse if she had a massive, like, 80s bush going on. I mean, there's nothing wrong with an 80s bush. Some people, you know, it's some people's jam. I really don't know. But that would made make it 10 times worse for me, that's for sure. I
1: wonder what breed of dog it was. Like, it must have been a hefty dog to be able to pull down the whole trousers and the knickers.
0: Oh, you know because if that nail gets caught just in the right place and the just and she goes to put it down and the t- trousers are a little bit loose and a uh, jack russell could do that you know <laughs> so i've got a bit of a cheeky one next when i say cheeky i obviously mean rude so I used to be an estate agent. I went to a house I had keys to do a viewing for and the son was unexpectedly home and boning his girlfriend when I opened the bedroom door with the couple viewing the house. I found it hilarious, but everyone else died a little inside. And no, they did not buy the house.
1: (laughs) Oh my days.
0: I mean, who was that more embarrassing for? The person who was just having clear all-out sex on the bed are the estate agent
1: i feel like the estate agent oh no i don't know i'd be really embarrassed in that situation walking in more than being the one i don't know what do you think
0: to be honest if like the son was at home like i hate the word borning She's used the word born in and that that for me is just an embarrassing moment in itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but I don't know. I mean, it depends how free you are with your body. I don't know. Where did he carry on? Did the stop? Did the pause? All I right, not...
1: Nick, have you ever been walked in on in the act?
0: Never. I haven't. Never? No. Although when I was at uni... My flatmates, I mean, it's a total uni story. My flatmates used, because obviously I was seeing my Ryan in um, when I was at university, and my flatmates used to make a point of trying to catch us just because that's just <laughs> what happens when you're at uni. So we I remember we always used to have to put, like, a wardrobe or a set of drawers in front of the door, and even then they would try and badge the door open and be like, way! <laughs> because that's just normal behaviour, apparently, at uni. love. <laughs> yeah
1: right so I've got another one that's come in so it was peeing my pants in an anti-gravity ride at my local fun fair I was 16 at the time and I was devastated like I feel for that I feel for that girl like
0: so we know what it's like to pee our pants
1: like for me and if, if my friend is listening she will laugh at this embarrassing story from me. So I was in reception at my groom's on, we'd finished for the day and an old employee slash grooming friend um, popped by to see me and I really needed a wee and my bladder is not great at the best of times as you know. I've, I always have some funny stories about weeing and I'm sure you're all going to know about them all by the end of this podcast. Um, anyway, she was standing there, and she she's one of these chatters, and I love it a bits. But she was chatting away, and then she looked like she was going to leave. So I was like, okay. And then she'd come back and chat again. And you know, you you know one of those people, and you're like, are you going to leave? You're not going to leave. No, she was just chatting away, and I thought, right, just hold on, hold on, don't wait, don't we because I could feel myself really needing it. And then I just it just the the doors open, <laughs> and I full blown wept myself to the point that you could hear the water splashing on. oh me. no <laughs> and my friend went what's that noise and looked over the gate and looked oh. at me and i went yeah yeah just, <laughs> <that."> <laughs> just didn't even
0: make any sort of effort to move i'll go to the toilet i'll be like just one second i just need
1: a wait." no you just pissed yourself there because that's less embarrassing isn't it sophie <laughs> it's so bad like for me when i need a wee i can't move i can't i have to stay and really hold it in and count to 10 or to 20 and i just thought you know what and i actually didn't find out that i was actually pregnant at the time but i didn't know yet so i feel like maybe that i'm gonna use that excuse um, but we definitely got to know each other better that day and um yeah she awkwardly laughed because she didn't know what to do so she just laughed what do you I want was, to do help you clean it up you dirty cow <laughs> <laughs> i don't know She's used to a dog weighing, so I've helped. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear!
0: Um, See, I, I've I can, got one. I'm, well, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the best one to last because oh. I, when I read this one, like not the next, one, the the one that I've got last off, is I actually could not think of anything worse than this happening to me. So I'm going to leave that one till the end because that one's really funny. So the one before the end is um, so brand new job first day i was outside with a few co-workers at dinner time we were having a cigarette and having a laugh and i was just laughing so hard i farted at the same time could have died on the spot i think they pretended not to hear it but oh my god it was so loud
1: <laughs> it's always something about like weeing pooing farting it's yeah. all these taboo to know. Going off the back of that, I've got
0: a really good story from, and it's not, it didn't happen to me, it actually happened to my partner, Ryan. And he was on a um, flight because he, he used to be an aircraft engineer, so he used to travel around quite a lot. And he, he smoked at the time, and he literally got off his flight and went straight outside the airport to have a cigarette. And he sat on them, you know, them really low um, metal bars that you basically may as well just be sat on the floor. Yeah. So he sat on on one of them to have a cigarette and he was just sat there quietly puffing away to himself and this guy, this businessman in a suit came rushing out of the doors and stood right in front of him. Obviously, he didn't see Ryan there, but he stood like right in front of him and farted in Ryan's face. Oh <laughs> He'd obviously been trying to hold this farting in on the plane. He'd rushed out and he said, he stood there and he was like, and I was I was chewing on this fart. <laughs> <laughs> but could you imagine how, how embarrassed that guy must be? Now, he must still tell that at dinner parties this time. I went out and I farted in this poor guy's face. And Ryan said he just went, <clears throat> and the guy turned around and said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I've been holding that in for so long
1: and I didn't see you there. <laughs> oh, oh dear. God. Right, so my last one is um, when the internet technician came to fix the internet lines and took my phone to check if I'm connected to Wi-Fi, and boom, nasty pages. Oh, no. Oh, I've got another one, another one, and my sister won't mind me saying this. So my sister is partial to a naughty text message from her wife, and um, and she's quite open um, with her friends in that way and you know pictures of boobs go around quite regularly we have lots of whatsapp groups of all our staff um and there's been a few times emma has by accidentally sent the picture in the wrong group to all our staff um so one night um, emma sent to the whole whatsapp group saying um i'll be home soon make sure there's candles and um, candles, massage oil, and chocolates left out—something like that. Like I'm ready for it. And <laughs> and then another time, she sent a selfie of her cleavage by accident to the group. And you just think how mortifying when you've got apprentices, groomers, all of them in the group seeing their boss. Yeah, not appropriate, is it?
0: <laughs> Re- ready for a boring. <laughs> Do you know, right. Sophie, right, I've got an even worse one than that. And I'm sure she won't mind me telling it either. But so my staff member, Michaela, she, um, she's quite partial to a naughty picture. And she took, she she was actually in a group. She has like a, a, a small group of mum friends that she has. And they talk about baby related stuff, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, one of the girls was going through a really hard time because her grandma was really poorly um and this one day she this this girl had messaged and said hi guys just wanted you to know my grandma died today and Michaela responded with a full fronted picture of her vagina <laughs> <laughs> no not her vagina yes. open oh legs my. and everything like literally from ass to the top the full monty <laughs> that's how she replied you <laughs> were friend's grandma dying oh um, my anyway, goodness. to make it worse all the girls just pretended it it wasn't there and it didn't happen because obviously they're like I'm so sorry grandma just died (laughs) anyway about um about four or five hours later she said the girl texted and said okay I'm ready to talk about Michaela's vagina now (laughs) (laughs) but it was like literally like there was nothing that they couldn't see like they could see what she had for breakfast. No, she thing. must
1: have a decent vagina because I don't think I'd want the full front of all my vagina going anywhere.
0: Do, do you know what? I don't think I, any, I would want anyone to see my ham sandwich either. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's so, awful. so this last story that I've got, it's not it, it's grooming related. So I'm ending on a grooming related one, and it's not rude, but I could not think of anything worse than this. I actually did this to my uncle once, but it wasn't obviously that's my uncle and it was still embarrassing at the time so um this person has said my mum leant over the counter at her groomers thinking that the lady had dog hair on the face and accidentally plucked a hairy mole <laughs> off the lady's face <laughs> Like, could you imagine you've got a little something you've got a little let me get it for you i mean when is it ever appropriate to pick something off somebody's face anywhere? <laughs> but to be like, you've got a little something just there. Let me get that for you, Valerie. And then, oh, God, could you imagine?
1: <laughs> she must have died. Oh, so embarrassing. What I would love is for people to text in, not only because we have talked about a few embarrassing stories, but I would like to know awkward conversations with clients or awkward things like that, or even like when you've sent the wrong text or the wrong picture to the wrong group, like we've just said, because I, I get mortified when I send a kiss at the end of a, a text to a, a especially a male client. So I'd love to hear more stories from groomers just to kind of make us all feel like we've all done it. We've all done it. We've all been there and let's get together and get through it. <laughs> <laughs> I've,
0: I, i'll say i'll save my story for next week but i've definitely sent the most mortifying message that was it was actually an auto correct fail
1: oh
0: yeah, yeah yeah the, the auto correct fails are never good so please include your auto correct fails when you've been texting clients as well which there it does reinforce the fact that you should when you're speaking to clients you should always ring them don't ever text them just don't do it So, again, just if anybody wants the WhatsApp number, it is 07520 670797. So make sure you send us your embarrassing, not embarrassing stories, your autocorrect fails or your misunderstandings with your clients and errors in communication, because we would love to hear them in next week's
1: the whole point of this podcast is for you to groom away or relax in an evening and just know that you are not alone because sometimes the grooming industry can be a bit lonely. Um, And what I've loved is for about seven, seven years, maybe six years of my grooming career. I didn't realize there was this whole world, this whole world of grooming buddies around. And then I found some of the grooming groups on Facebook and I thought, wow, I'm not alone. Um, so we basically want to be there alongside you to help you through your grooming days, through your awkward moments, and for us all to come together. And it's not just for girls only, is it, Nick?
0: You're such a hippie, Sophie. I just I want us all to come together and just be happy. I just <laughs> want to make you all wet your pants laughing. <laughs> Sophie's <laughs> probably already wet herself three times just during this podcast.
1: <laughs> right, what so- we got coming up next, Nick, what, what is the Whippet doing?
0: Well, The Whippet is actually partnered up with Premier Groom this year. So obviously with COVID, it's been a little bit hairy, excuse the pun, in terms of our competitions and our events this year. So Premier Groom approached us and asked The Whippet, after our recent success at the lockdown, insert whoop whoops here for that amazing thing that happened. Whoop whoop. Because, do you know even though it was the, the lockdown was like the um, the event the lockdown was so amazing it was just nice to do something wasn't it and just for everybody to come together it was just it was such a good week
1: And for some of you that haven't don't know what the lockdown was or what the whip it was we'll fill you in so we did an event um, by the whip it media so we're at, the whip it media itself is like an online platform for groomers. And we've got so much coming to you soon. We are so excited about everything that we're doing. Um, But in the lockdown, um, the national lockdown for COVID-19, we decided that we were going to host an event. So what we did was we did over five days, we did 33 speakers for £30. And they all did a grooming demo. And it was one of the most amazing weeks of my entire life. And um, we actually raised... um 67,000 for the NHS which was unbelievable and the whole grooming community came together. So if you didn't know about it sad you missed out that, that time but we've got more events coming up including um groomers unlocked international which is in September premier groom like nick said so there's loads coming up for you. Um but if you want to have any questions as well about who we are and what we're doing feel free to WhatsApp as well. I think this WhatsApp's going to get quite busy nick.
0: I know, we're going to have to definitely clear some space on the phone because everybody likes a good WhatsApp, don't they? I do.
1: I, it's so easy. I use yeah. WhatsApp more than text.
0: Michaela, she doesn't have WhatsApp. Whenever we communicate, it's all the Facebook Messenger. It drives me mad. I'm like, why don't you just pay the 60 pence to get WhatsApp? Is it 60 pence? It used to be 60 pence. I
1: can't even remember. It's, it's cheap anyway, isn't it? And you...
0: Just get WhatsApp. Everybody uses WhatsApp. You're missing out. Anyway. <laughs> So Premier Groom, I'll just give you a quick rundown because that's our next event that's coming up, and that is on the 2nd of August this year, and we are doing it digital, so everything's online, so if you fancy giving it a go, if you've never competed before, we have a brand new Virgin class, which means it doesn't matter whether you've been grooming for two months, two years, 20 years, 30 years... If you've never ever stepped foot in a competition ring before, the virgin class is for you. I actually think we're gonna have a few surprises in the virgin class because I bet you there's a few canny good groomers out there who've never stepped in the step foot in the ring.
1: I think there's more than a few, Nick. I think there's loads. Like I just I'm so excited more about this class than anything else because I feel like people are nervous to get grooming in the ring. They're nervous of being judged. And this is such a good opportunity for those type of people because you're in your own home or your own salon, and all you've got to do is have your phone on connected so that they can see it and and just groom have two hours to relax and groom like how often do you get the chance to do that?
0: I know it's just do you know that the one good thing about competing I've competed a good few times, and I know you have as well, but the one great thing about competing for me. Is When you start that dog, you know you've got a completely mat-free coat, you've got a clean dog, all the prep work's been done, and you can just groove and scissor for two hours, no interruption, and really enjoy what you're doing, because it's so rare in a busy salon where you don't know what's going to come through the door, whether it's going to be matted, whether it's going to be aggressive, whether the owner's going to be a dick, you just You just never know what you're going to get. And this one, you've got so much time to prepare, to bath your dog to the perfect standard that you can achieve, and just let loose and just let your creativity go. That's my favourite part about competing. I know there's a
1: lot. Even sorry, sorry, Nick, if you don't even have um, a dog, you can compete. Because we did um, the other night, didn't we? We did um, a model dog competition. And that, again, you can use model dogs in. in premier groom so you don't have to have an actual live dog to take part this is the whole point it's about just practice so there's no excuses is there nick
0: there's absolutely no excuses and the good thing about premier groom is uh, uh, they're getting placed up to sixth place so there's going to be six rosettes for the first six places in the class and i'll just let you into something right now that the model class running really low at the minute so if you want a really good chance of getting one of those shiny rosettes you definitely want to be entering the model dog class because the entrance for that is extremely low so you've got a very good chance of getting a rosette for that one
1: and money you can win money who don't like money 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 sophie james i feel like we need to change this to a singing podcast who would be up for a singing podcast
0: Anybody who knows me and Sophie know we, we love a good sing-song. We love a good musical, don't we, Sophie?
1: I love a good musical, me. I do, I do. <laughs> so how, Nick, before we finish, tell me a little bit about your first time.
0: My first time, I was so nervous, Sophie.
1: So nervous.
0: It was so hairy. So, so hairy. But it's never been cleaner. What am I talking about? competitions my first time competing so my first time i was grooming i think i was grooming about four years when i first started competing and my first one was premier groom at the kennel club club building in stoneleigh and i took a cockapoo um which i prepped to within an inch of my life it was literally that court could not have been better i was so pleased with my prep work and I was like my heart was beating I was sweating as soon as you get started you are actually your nerves just go because you don't you really don't think about anything else or anybody else because my biggest concern was that loads of people were going to be constantly watching me saying how much of a shit groomer I was (laughs) but there's none of that and it's all like the camaraderie with grooming competitions is so good people you know, you get so much feedback, positive feedback to say what you've done really well and what you can improve on. Nobody ever, ever says, that's rubbish, that's rubbish, you've done a really rubbish job. It's more, what I would do was take this little bit down here or leave the legs a little bit longer. It's all constructive. And that's the good thing about Premier Groom Digital this year, is everybody gets a feedback sheet, which I think is going to be a total game changer because you always hear that, When people go and try and get feedback from the judges, the judges are really busy or they don't want to disturb the judges. So every single competitor at Premier Groom will get an A4 sheet that has been filled in by the judges, by your judge, about what you can do and what you can do better. So what happened then? Did anything bad happen on your first time? You know something bad happened. She's forcing me to say it. So the first thing I did was pick up the back leg (laughs) and I was trimming around the feet and hacked straight into the dog's pad. There was blood everywhere, absolutely everywhere. Um, it was a total superficial cut, but everybody knows how much pads bleed once you cut into it. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> I actually texted one of my friends from the side and was like, Tribex trim trim (laughs) x but to be fair once the dog had put its foot down i thought i'm gonna leave that foot until last and the pressure of it putting its foot down it didn't squeal or anything bless me it was so good um Mm. and yeah the the blood stopped and you i couldn't even see the where i'd done it afterwards because pads regenerate so fast but my god that totally knocked me and by the end of it at that point in time i actually felt like that was the best groom i'd ever done i didn't get placed but I looked at that dog and I still do look at it now thinking for my first competition, I was like, you go girl. I did a really good job on that.
1: I think that's the thing. It's not about placing, is it? It's about just getting in there, getting that experience and having a laugh and just enjoying the whole point. There's not a groomer out there who isn't creative because every groomer has to be some sort of, like they have to be creative in some way to be able to do this job. And I feel like we just don't get enough time to actually enjoy it. So I loved it. I my first time competing, I was absolutely crapping myself. I was so nervous. And I actually I don't do things by half. The same weekend I conceived my daughter was the first time that I competed. I met Ryan Lee for the first time. He's not the father. And I What a launched,
0: coincidence. I
1: know. And I launched our clothing company all on the same weekend. And I was, at, so I think actually, although I was nervous, I think I was just nervous about the whole weekend, if that makes sense. You um, placed first,
0: didn't you, in your first I comp?
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah. And do you
0: know what's funny as well? That first competition, me and you were actually prepping our dogs in the same prepping area and that's when I first met you as well.
1: See, I can't even remember. You didn't make that good of an impression on me, Nick. Like, I just, that you're just a nobody mean, to me, love. Makes makes me really <laughs> sad. Just makes Will me we really? really sad.
0: Will yeah. We, <laughs> Yeah, we were talking, and I said, and you were saying to me, you were really nervous because it was your first time. And I was like, don't worry about it; everything will be great. Even though I'd never competed before either, we had our first com- competition on the same on the same day. Was you it? Were, yeah. Did you not know this? No, I didn't know that. Oh, and you happened? were like, oh, I've been Alison's been showing me how to be doing the bichons, and I'm really nervous. And then I remember you placing first and being like, fucking bitch, because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't place, and you did, and I was like.
1: God, the thing is, though, one thing, that, one thing that I missed is I loved it and I really got the bug for it, but then I got pregnant that night before. So then that's kind of distracted me and I never really got to compete again, really. So I did that competition. That wasn't actually my first time. I lie. My first time was at the rookie. And it was hilarious. I'd done this beautiful on back end, beautiful bum, lovely angulation. And then I got to the head and absolutely effed it up. <laughs> like, he looked so, like Arnold. Oh, he was so imbalanced. His head was massive. And even Melanie, Melanie winters Holmes was my judge. Bless her. She was so lovely. And she just said to me like, oh, I had my eye on you, you were doing such a good job at the back, and then you got to the front, and you just lost it a bit, <laughs> so she kind of showed me what to do, and it was so true, I was like, yeah, got this down, got this down, top line, yeah, back, yeah, yeah, Or oh, what the hell do you do with a on head? <laughs> I, I, I lost the hell, I lost it completely, but it was such a positive experience, and therefore, then I went and done Master Groom and won the, that one, so not the whole comp, obviously, um, but just my class and it was really great and even if I hadn't placed like I didn't place that the first time it was it was good it was really good and it was encouraging and it was for me to kind of boost my confidence and yeah so do it guys do it
0: so now we've talked about everything I think it's time to wrap it up so oh. and that's it that's it we need to close the door on our very first podcast
1: it's over it's
0: over guys we, we right. hope that you've enjoyed it we hope that you'll come back for more uh like we've said we really need a name we want you guys to name it for us and whoever gets the most likes on our facebook and i mean we have to like it as well don't call us like the assholes because that'd make us really sad <laughs> <laughs> um we will choose that name from some of your suggestions so we'll pop um. a post up on the groomer and on the whip it facebook page to get some suggestions from you.
1: I'm thinking Whippet Chicks.
0: No. Sophie comes up with some really cringy names. I just have to reel her in because she wanted to call it like the girlies podcast and she wants us all to plait each other's hair and sing kumbaya. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we need a name and we've got the WhatsApp, new WhatsApp number, which is 07520 670797. So make sure that you send, you can send some suggestions into there if you feel like you want to, send us some pictures, send us voice notes. And remember, we want to hear about your miscommunications with your customers, because that's what we're going to be covering in next week's podcast.
1: Thank you guys for listening. And we look forward to seeing you next week and seeing you on The Groomer and The wicket In Between.
0: See you then. Bye.